Live from the Cog and Crank, this is Edgar Willow Juarez, and I'm here with my co-host. Aloud and Hightower, what's going on, everybody? Yay! How are you Today we have a special guest, Manny from uh, GOK Cycling. What's up, Manny? What's going on, everybody? How Thank you guys doing? Here. Thank you guys for having me very much. It's cool. been, uh, been a super huge fan of, of the podcast since you guys started, so really? stoked, Thank stoked you. to be here. Yeah, every single one of them, man. It's been, uh, it's been awesome listening. Yeah, okay. Cool, cool. We appreciate that. Yeah, we course, appreciate man. that. We- I think we've got a pretty symbiotic relationship at this point, you know. Yeah. You know, <laughs> with Toronto, with Shazad on the bike, and uh, it's been, uh, yeah, it's been nothing but good time. So hey, let's keep it going. Yeah, for sure. Shazad. Shout out Shazad. Every time. Shazad. Every time. Shazad's, uh, Shazad's Shazad. got many, many uh, magic uh, strings that he's pulled with GOK yeah, for a long time. Yeah, his radio on this. Side. It was dope. Yeah, we all did, man. We all had the headphones well, and everything. That was. Uh, I saw we had Dom to. In, the, in the SUV. I Full organization needed when you're in, dealing with a canyon and a uh, hundred plus people. I want to make sure the next time I'm there, I have I have an earpiece because I, I I felt like I felt important, but I want to feel that much more important. You want to feel like Matrix important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to be plugged yeah, in. Yeah, like sure. Matrix. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Magic shirts. Dope, yeah, take your own. It was safe. It was dope. Everybody was ready. Also, wait, before we move on, hold on. We also have Kim, Kimberly right here. Oh, that, I'm sorry, Kim. You guys Kim. don't know, she also Kim, that's is uh, here let's, for Come on, let's now. talk about Sitting right over here. You can't miss but, this uh, face. Dino, come on. you're trying to jump into the segment. No, uh, Kimberly, no, right, Kim, I'm sorry. Listen, Thank you. She's no. had just as much to do with GLK as, uh, as, as every one of us has Let's talk about Kim for a second, just so we, just so I don't feel bad about it. Kim, what do you do for a living? We got our glass. You're a teacher, what grade? Like, I teach fifth grade this you year. You teach fifth grade. It's not grade. about me, though. It's not about me. Thank you. <laughs> it's not about you? Ever, ever so. But she's so, here for uh, support for GOK, so round of Always supporting, yeah. always supporting GOK. I'm going to be honest with you. I have a very funny story to tell about my fifth grade teacher. Her name was Miss Veal, okay? She was a fucking mess. You're not a mess, so good for you, everybody. All right. <laughs> <laughs> not a mess. Not a mess. Proper, <laughs> proper compliment. I remember right that bitch was a mess. She was a horrible mess. Fifth grade, huh? Yeah. All right. Actually, I had two I teachers in fifth grade. fifth grade. I don't yeah. remember a lot of other grades, but I remember fifth grade pretty well. Fifth grade is <laughs> one of those pinnacle years. Like, it's you're on the edge of life. You know what I mean? And just before middle school, you, yeah. s- you think you're big, but you're not. My you're daughter just started fifth grade. Ooh, ooh. Yeah. Good What's luck. that like, huh? No, she's fifth good. Grade, she's fifth grade. Fifth grade. Ask Kim. She'll let you know. She's smart. She's up there. If I don't have any questions now. I know. Hell yeah. Yes, you do. You do have many a teacher question can be answered. What school district? Okay. Oh, that's not too far. Cool. If you guys didn't hear, she said Downey, just in case you guys didn't hear, Manny doesn't want to share the mic. I, 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 I'm going to tell to get closer to the mic. I'm still handling our relationship with the mic right now. I, <laughs> okay. I can't share it just yet. It, it, it does get a little hot in here. That's why we said we're turning off the fan. Yeah. No, it's yeah, okay. you turned red. It was awesome. You it was. It happens a lot. Yeah, so uh, this weekend, uh, GOK, the King of Turnbull went down, and it was a good turnout. You had a lot of women out there racing this time for both World and Fix. It was dope. Yeah, yeah. We, we tried to put it out there as much as we can, and, uh, you know, we had the pre-reg that we really wanted to push uh, because we wanted, you know, people to – a lot of people say they're coming. You know, Facebook events say one thing, you know, 300-some people, and then, you know, you get like half of that 15 people that come out. <laughs> so we really wanted to push the pre-reg to make sure people, like, you know, get their, people, get their homies together – Pay the discounted price and get a free shirt, you know, try to yep. do whatever we could for everybody and, uh, you know, make sure they pay and they show up, you know, yeah. that, that's what pre-reg is, yeah, that's, that's, what, that's what we thought pre-reg would be. Is that, but. is that how you guys did it? If you registered online, you got a free t-shirt? Yeah, we did. We, we pushed it as hard as we could, you know, we had the registration cheaper than the day of, and, you know, like all most races, I mean, I hate to push the fixie USAC thing at all yeah. because, you know, we like to be organized, but, you know, we're not sanctioned or permitted, right. but uh, we do like to kind of 
get things as organized as we can. Yeah, so we did that. We did the pre-registration, and then the day of, it was a little bit more, because, you know, it's day of. We give you, like, a month and some to to register, so. I didn't get a shirt. Well, that's me. Yeah, that's well, me. you know, what, it was the King of Turnbull one, right? What do we say? What do we say in the in the fixie world? We say uh, hashtag crime war, right? Just a little bit. <laughs> I didn't know that. What does that mean? I can't call it. Uh, crime there's war. A, there's oh, crime war. Crime war. Crime war. Oh. Hashtag crime war. I think a lot of people are probably laughing about that right now in We're the podcast world. That, Let's do that. Let's do that. With the GOK <laughs> we'll get King of Turnbull. King of Turnbull. <laughs> King and Queen of Turnbull. It was. Uh, so, how was I mean for me racing in a race it was dope. Yeah, uh, you guys you guys saw more of the race than I did. Yeah, I was again, up at the top with the megaphone. I was so. ready for my gear racial, was it? Uh, <laughs> same excuse as last year. Same excuse as last year. Just gotta but say I that was one. Dope. I was I was keeping up until like the last climbs. Hey, started, you did. You and you gave Caesar your bike after he flatted. That yeah, was, that uh, sucks. Cause I thought he was gonna win it. Oh he man, Caesar good, was man. in contention. Yeah. Caesar was definitely yeah. going after Hunter hard. Yeah, but that guy's that guy's fast too. Hunter's a he's a pro. He's a pro. You know, he came out. Caesar was giving him a little one too. That's right, man. What's Everybody up? was beating him up a little oh, bit, you know. We had Kanan doing mad work, uh, yeah. oh, Caesar man. too. Kanan has come a long way in a, long, in a short in a time short period well. of time. You know, he's impressed us. Yeah. He, he works hard, and uh, and we're happy to have him on yeah, GOK. He, yeah, he, he had a good gear ratio. Yes, like he did. He was smart. He had like a thirty nine four, a thirty nine fifteen, and an eighteen. I think. See, I so. ran a forty eight seventeen. But I don't want to oh, reveal man. any more GOK secrets. Too. <laughs> That's it for today. <laughs> no, but it was good. A lot of the guys that uh, you know they're up and coming, and they're really putting in work. So shout out Kanan. Question for me to question for me to Dean. Uh, what was it like uh, seeing the race on the motorcycle? What was that like, Sorry. man? Was that your first yeah, time being on the back of a motorcycle? Oh, no, boy? no. I, I mean, I've been on the back of motorcycles for that one. It was for that King of Turnbull. It was my first time. Right. Um, it was interesting because it was a it was a lot of just hanging out, just kind of riding, but a lot of like watching the cyclers too. So like, I would ride. What do we look like? Yeah, yeah. You guys Tell look me, like you're know. struggling. I saw the panic. I swear. I, there's a couple of guys I looked at, and I could just see it in their eyes. The hurt, you know? man. The yeah. hurt. That's what our race is about. It's about. It's about the good hurt. The good hurt. Because what's kind of funny? Because I see so many of these guys over and over again. I know what they're what they look like when they're good, and I know what they look like when they're defeated. When they're defeated. Do you see what I'm saying? And so, and so I was just like, there's some guys I could see they're just like flushed, like white, you know, like pale just almost. Just the soul getting sucked and out of them. And I was like, fuck, dude. Should have got on the back of the motorcycle. No, and like, so, no <laughs> sketching. Hashtag no sketching. We're, yeah. we're, coming, we're coming into the, the first of the last climbs that were steep. And I was climbing, and uh, the, the riders were little by little getting away from me. And I saw Caesar flat it out, and I'm like, "Take my bike, Caesar! It's all you! Go, 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 go!" Yeah, I couldn't wait hard. to give him my bike. You know what I'm saying? It was hard. But I think that was on uh, descending, like climb four, yeah, right? Yeah, was yeah, it climb yeah. four or three? I, I think it was four. Was, was not good for them. It's always good to go test them out, but yeah, it is what it is. Hey, the canyons you know? are always there waiting yeah. for you. And that's funny. I saw you in one of the cars, and I was like, what the fuck? Did he not finish this race? Like, what's it? What is this? Is now, I would have finished. I probably wouldn't have even podium, but I would have finished. It's just sometimes you got to do Last year you did. Last year you did podium. We were looking forward to that. It was good. Some, sometimes you got to do what you for your teammates. You got to put in work, so fuck it. Caesar had a better chance at winning it than me, so. Caesar has, been, uh, Caesar has been prime uh, in, all, in a, all the races that have been going by. Really well. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, man. Shout out Caesar, man. Absolutely, man. We have all noticed. We How old is he? Seventeen. Seventeen years Good old. Good for him, man. Yeah, yeah he's, I'm definitely sure. I wasn't doing that when I was seventeen. Hey, yeah, we trust me. We all, in hindsight, all want to say that we wanted to be on a bike sooner. Yeah, Who knows what would have happened it. if we were on a bike sooner? It. But hey, here we are, man, and we're yeah, watching the future ahead of today? us. 
I love putting on events that the that I can see the you can see just the spread of the young kids. You know, even the road podium. Yeah, we had like two velocity kids that were. You know, came out. They were just out there climbing the canyon. They saw it going down, and they were like, "Yeah, we want to do this." Hell yeah. And they end up getting, you know, I think fourth and third place. Yeah. You know, in the, in the road category. Some, so some older uh, men out there on road bikes putting in work too. So it was dope. You get it all age. The paisanos too. You know, yeah. you get a lot of a lot of the Mexican yeah. community comes out yeah. and does their gets on their yeah, roadies it's, and it's they they push their okay. little kids out. It's 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 a great scene. Man. It brings it brings everybody together. Not mm-hmm. just like other fixie races. It gets everybody out there. It's it's pretty awesome. I'm always inspired when I see older people. People riding because uh, I just I hope to God that I'm that old riding. Do you see what I'm saying? Because that's just that's just strength that shows like you're healthy. Because dude, we all know old people that are like 35 that look like they're 56. Yeah, man. Do you see absolutely. What I'm saying? And, and so, everybody says, you know, I mean, uh, cycling's a fountain of youth, man. You know, it's a as long as you stay upright and keep the rubber side down, you usually uh, usually live long and prosperous lives out there. So, all right. Well, let's talk about the winners. All right. So, for let's talk. Let's go into women's road first. Uh, yeah, yeah. The women's road category came out. Uh, we had a good yeah. amount of people from Cal State University Long Beach yeah. that came out. Yeah, I saw uh, that. Emil, Emil uh, is a good friend of mine that I met over at Maritime Courier. Shout out to all the Courier boys and girls of Long Beach. Yeah. yeah. Bringing yeah, you Long your Beach. food Shout from all Langdon. the local sources. Yeah, Langdon. Langdon. <laughs> they call me Langdon, of course. He's holding it down in Long Beach. He raced um, with his Leah, shorts. yeah. So Leah was one of the girls that came out. Elena as well from Engine Eleven, um, both Maritime Couriers, and uh, you know they really had a huge. They had a great showing. They worked so hard, and uh, we had I think we had, uh, I think we only had five road women, right? Or yeah, I think five or six women that came out on the road. Which I mean, I always want to see higher higher numbers, yeah, and we try to do whatever group. we can to get the women field out, you know. But mm-hmm. yeah, it's uh, it's been. It's been uh, hard to see more women come out to the races, and it's a hard race, so maybe we scared them off. I don't know. How can we get more women out? What do you think we can do? Well, for one thing, I think maybe uh, maybe having it split king and queen, maybe that gets done too much. So I think for next year, we're going to try to uh, do the little uh, not cross the genders off so much and just do a a killer of Turnbull next Mm -hmm. year. So just throwing that out there, just just to kind of keep things... Neutral, because neutrality is what a lot of people are going for these days in the cycling community. So we're going to try to touch on that. I'm going to have to be the one putting women on bikes. Let me, I have an idea. I think you need... see a bigger peloton out there. We would all love to see a bigger peloton of the women out there. That was brutal for the the women too, man. It was a tough race. Yeah, yeah. So in the end, uh, Elena from Engine 11, uh, she got first place. Mm -hmm. And then I think we had... um, Who else? For the road category. For the road category, we had uh, Elena first. I think Leah got second, um, third place. Uh, we don't have the names up right. We're here, working on it. We got yeah. We're gonna we'll get them up. Kim I mean, it, I, it was my on, race. Yeah. I should be able to be the one to bring it up right now. I but. mean, the women did great. I saw them out there racing. It was awesome. I think I know. I think I. I think I know what to do to get more women out. I think. I think each lady that signs up gets a free puppy. <laughs> I think that's what it is. Pup- kittens. I think it has to be a kitten now, honestly. Dude. I think it's got to be cats. It's PSA sponsors. And come, come sign up for this race. Get your little kitty cat. Get your little kitty cat. Went. So back to the road, the women's road. So Elena <laughs> oh. from Engine 11 and Cal State uh, University Long Beach, she got first. Uh, and then we had uh, Kelly Blake actually got second. Okay. Uh, she's a good, she's a Manuel, Manny Barra's girlfriend. She's a constant effort in GLK as well. She's How does Manny always find a way to get into our podcast? Shout out <laughs> Hey, Barra, Barra, hashtag where's Barra? Hashtag where's Barra? So Kelly Blake, uh, she got second place. Uh, Leah, Leah from uh, Cal State University Long Beach as well, got third. And then uh, Judith, 
Judith, uh, Gatita Judith, as she likes to be called. Or Judy? Judy, little yeah. Judy? She, no, not little Judy, not little oh, Judy. That was big. Judith. Judith, she came out. She had some water bottles that she donated to the um, to the, uh, to the podium. Wet? Called her what? Judy, Judith. I said oh, Judith. Okay, Judith. All right. Well, congratulations. <laughs> so man. They did great. Super hard to get that podium, and uh, they went through every climb. They went through every climb. So a full credit given to them. That was That's tough. Dope. And then for the fixed year category as well, uh, for, the for the women. women right? Yeah, that was a road category. The women, we had Evelyn, Evelyn Delgado, uh, Evelyn uh, Delgado. She got first place. Also a maritime courier. Oh, she did it. In, get, get this, guys. She did this in toe cages and straps. All right. Really? Vans. I never I didn't even place, see that. I not even clipped in. So you know, don't let don't I, let actually, what you got on your bike uh, I hold you I back. I think that's the girl. I was like, yo, you you want to ride for the team? What's up? Because I'm looking for a woman, but I didn't know. I didn't know she was with maritime. So yeah, my bad. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, she's a she, maritime rider. She, and she, she did it in straps. And right? then Anna, yeah, toe cages and straps, man. Right. And after that, we had Anna from SWAT. Anna came mm-hmm. out and she did work. Uh, we wish more SWAT girls came out, but you know, yeah. it's hard to get them out here. Yeah, hey man, I saw Anna out there putting in work too. It was dope. We had a lot of fun. Anna's nice. Good. She was a girl with the glasses, right? Yeah. Yeah, she's cool. Yeah. She's yeah. cool. <laughs> um, and uh, and Natalie, we got Natalie also from Throne, Team Throne. Uh, we had very little representation between Throne. I think just her and Hector came out repping uh, repping the local company. But you know, Throne was a sponsor. They shout out two frames for us. Evelyn won oh, that's a good. Uh, that's what's up. Evelyn won a uh, uh, a Phantom track uh, Phantom uh, frame from uh, Throne. Okay. You know, so she walked away with that and a Chrome coveted jersey. Hell yeah. Uh, and then in fifth place, we had uh, Judy, little Judy. Came through and did did every climb, no matter what. She's out uh, there, yeah. Yeah, and she made it happen. She's always racing. She is. That's pretty cool, you know. She's always hanging out there, all the races with the camera sometimes. And this time she got on the bike. So little little Judy did it on track and did it all. So that's a that's great, man. Yeah, definitely. I, I hate to toot my own horn here, but I picked up a free frame as well. You know what I'm saying? I didn't win. I wasn't racing. Them raffles, you know, you never know. Let me tell you this. You never know what can come through in a no, raffle. We I won that shit. that number, Dean's number. But somebody Dean was shot in at the, just before the elevator door closed. Yeah, you know, Dean, right that's before, what he did. Right before we started to call the next number, he could, wait, did you call 461? That's me! So oh, close. Before, right before I said that number. So if I would have said another one, he would have been, been passed up. Manny but was kind enough to give him the friend. I know, thank you, Manny. Just before the door closed. He was lucky. Thank you so much. Uh, that's a very nice frame. I have it sitting next to another pretty color. It's, it's a pretty a color. Very you know? pretty color. I think uh, in cycle, uh, our buddy uh, James Stocker, one of our Teams, team riders okay works at InCycle Hunter Grove uh, first place uh, first first place men's fixed gear winner and uh-huh. last year's road king of Turnbull yeah. okay he works at InCycle as well and they hooked us up with that frame oh That's nice cool. okay cool yeah, yeah that, he's the first one to win both categories track and road mm-hmm. yeah. um and I and I think he's the framing one. He's gonna give it to his girlfriend. Hey, I'd rather I'd rather someone ride it than go someone go and sell it. Hopefully, no, you know they can go and uh, appreciate Who's, that frame. Hunter's giving it to his girlfriend. Yeah, yeah, that's really? what he said. Yeah, so what a nice that was, guy. That was first. He got first place track. Second place track was Kanan from GOK. Kanan, okay, yeah, Third place right. was Caesar. Caesar from Cerro Miedo, holding it down. Like I said, if he wasn't for that flat man, he was he would have given Hunter a run they for his money. That's dope because yeah. he's racing a pro guy. That's right, that's man. That's, that's right. So that's what's great about these races. You get you get everybody that comes out, and you know you just want to see where you're at. And then you want to, and some people just want to see where they're at, where they right. stand. Some people yeah. know they they're not in contention, but they want to support. They want to be part of the scene. Right. Other people just want to chase down that fast guy, you yeah. know, no matter and what. Caesar like seventeen years old, but that's sick, man. So shout out to everybody that went out. Congratulations to the track. Yeah. Yeah. And one more, uh, Manny Barra, of course. You know, he got he's got to make his way in there somewhere. He what got he got fourth five? place. What was uh, the top so five? Who got fifth? Hunter Grove, 
Canaan, uh, second. Uh-huh. Caesar. Third, third, and then Barra fourth, and and, uh, and Jacob Jacob uh, Jacob Valentin from uh, Frequent Flyer, frequent you know, flyer. pulling up that fifth place. Manny Barra again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Frequent Manny Flyer, now? Frequent Flyer up on the podium for sure. You know, That's they a, definitely were. Yeah, it was a hard, hard race, and you know they keep coming out. Good. Some people just love the pain, you know. There, there was a, uh, there was one thing about it though. It was, uh, well, I mean, I'm sure you guys already know. You guys can say the words out of my mouth. The fuzz. The fuzz, man. Your homies, man. The five o. What are the? Let's just go down the line. The what fuzz, five o. Uh, the homies. You know, I, I like to give this, this noise out there. Reek, reek. But you know, I don't like to say what word, what word that is. But I, I, I like a couple things to say. You know? I get it. As they're okay. walking away, give them a little underhanded. Reek. Oh my god. So yeah, that's my word for him. Yeah, so everybody's homies was out there, they're out there blurping, you know, causing a scene. And you know, they just had to find something to bitch about. It's all good. They, they it's really all good. did. We were uh, to be, you know, in in another in an, on the other side of the coin. They might have had complaints from, you know, people up in Turnbull Canyon. It's a huge place, a lot of ritzy homes, a lot of old folks, yeah. a lot of money that just don't have anything better to do than complain, you know? Yeah. We try to say we're out there making sure the guys riding the like guys and girls riding the bikes mm-hmm. are staying as safe as they can. That's our number one priority as a GLK as a production company, keep our riders safe. Yeah. And uh, the race luckily went off fine. The ra- the riders didn't see anything wrong with the organization, yeah, and it didn't crashed. extend to them. But you know, spectators and stuff had to be rushed off the rushed off the top. Made the last bit a little hectic, but you know, mm-hmm. we finished strong. So mm-hmm. it was good. It was a good turnout, man. It was a good safe race. It was well organized. Yeah, just next year we just got to see what we can do about the cops. I mean, yeah. you know, is that I mean, preventable? Is making sure like getting the neighborhood involved? You know, I know we spoke about this before we start recording, but like you, you're saying no, nah, you don't think you should get the neighborhood it's involved. It's just, really? it's just so fast. You know, we want to be in there like fucking fixing ninjas. You know, we want to get up there. We want to get people up and in and out. You know, but and that's the best way to do it because you know we're small time. We're grassroots. Everything comes yeah. out of our pocket. Yeah. We have a very small pool of sponsors that have helped us. That are great friends of ours. Uh, uh, man, not many people know, but GLK Cycling turned out, it started off as a group ride. Nice. Everybody that's a part of it now was a part of the group ride uh-huh. at one point or another. Mm-hmm. And uh, so you know we've got a very small pocket, we got a very small pool of, of support, uh-huh. and a lot of a lot of time and a lot of money goes into the, our events. You know, and we yeah. want to. Sometimes it's not enough to get the permits that uh, bigger companies have. You know, so right, right now we just got to do what we can, and we got to keep it raw, but we got to keep it safe. Right. Right. Cops aren't about it, raw right. and safe though, apparently. So. Nah, well, I mean, it, it was cool. They didn't trip that hard. If they wanted to, they could have blocked off the road and fucked everything up. But That's it was true. good. You're right. I think they were just com- they had to go out there and show a sign of force because of the neighbors complaining. And and in the end, you know, hey, so some guys do their job. Some guys are just assholes while they do it, and other yeah. people aren't. But I, we don't have control over that, unfortunately. They were taking pictures on the other side of the last climb. Me, I told her, are you paparazzi? And she said, yes. I said, oh, okay, it's, it's fine. That's then. all good, then, hey. That's cool. There you go. That's hey, nice. that's what I tell my traffic guys and everybody that wears the GFK shirt that day. You know, any cop that comes up, just kill them with kindness, man. You know. Yeah, and then as soon as the race is done, we're out of there. Exactly. You know, I, I kept telling them. Yeah, it was good. Uh, just over 15 minutes. You know, give us 15 more minutes and we'll be out of here. We'll be out of your hair and nobody will even know we were here. You know, we'll clean up our trash. We'll leave the scene with no evidence. I think they're scared of just seeing a. Un- a numerous amount of bikers out there. It's Just the masses, the man. It's the masses. You know, they're but way outnumbered, and then they get nervous. I'm neighbors at I'm never there. I haven't been there any other day other than these GOK races. But this seems like a lot of people go and cycle up there. So why yeah. are they afraid of such a big group? You know, it's uh, there's I think one I way, one way up and one way down. But what, what do you think it is? There are too many brown people inside of the group. 
That's uh, what it, I can't call it. I think that's hang, what it was. Hanging off the back of bikes. Yeah, yeah they're just like, wait a all second. What are all these me, minorities doing the here riding? People didn't have nothing to do. And they just, you know, went all ham. And you know what What, what was funny to me also was uh, it was the sheriffs. It wasn't like Whittier PD no. uh, or anybody else that wanted to get involved. Yeah. You know, it was sheriffs. But that, the sheriffs, they're, they're really not going to push it. The sheriffs are really looking for people to... You know that are actually committing crimes. Not they're not really trying to push the issue with cyclists. Yeah. yeah. It depends on what neighborhood you're in, straight up though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I mean, if enough neighbors call to complain, they're gonna they're gonna tell you guys to leave. But we were in and out. It was yeah, good. True. True. Yeah. And I mean, the race to the last stage finished. Luckily, you know, the timing could have been worse. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, we got to finish up the last stage. All the racers were accounted for, and then yep. we went down and we finished off stage five on Green Leaf. Yep. You know, our, uh, our hometown climb. It was good. You know. There are a lot of fixed gear frames out there. There's just a lot of cycling and biking frames in general. And usually when it, there's, there's tons of them. Usually when it comes to like fixed gear bikes and everybody, it seems like they're coming out with so many different types of geometries and things like that. And I guarantee you there are a lot of kids out there that really don't know what they're buying in regards to geometry. They just go, oh, that looks cool. I like the way that's dipping or I like the way this looks. And something I've always been curious about is what is up with the geometry when it comes to these fixed gear frames? Do you see what I'm saying? And what I mean by geometry is the shape, the way it's built. You know what I mean? Where the top tubes are going where the bottom tubes yeah bottom tubes, yeah I'm, definitely yeah i'm just making up tubes at this point I don't even yeah know if I'm yeah no right. you got it those those exist those okay. exist for sure right. um yeah i mean the bicycles come in all shapes and sizes i mean you got folding bikes you've got tandem bikes you got tall bikes you got you know there's mm-hmm. endless endless amounts of bikes for the different kinds of things you're going to do and track bikes in particular uh fixies you know right. they're they're, right. they're blowing up they're popular people want to ride fixies you know fixie. uh, we know <laughs> fixie fools fixie fools are hard they're going strong you know they're going strong and and la companies are um are doing well on that you know you have throne you have avento and you have their their unknown bikes unknown you know you've got leader you've got all those companies around mm-hmm. here and they're um they're building they're building more and be- better quality you know um but it's uh yeah they definitely have some wild styles that they're putting out there now the tubing shapes and right. uh and some of them are race-driven designs, and other right. ones are like, just look cool. Like those Noventa, you also have Chanelli, right. you also have Stanridge, you also have Brooklyn Bikes, you have Low. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? There's tons of bikes. Yeah, absolutely, there are, and they all have their particular styles. Um, some of them are pursuit, you know, and and some of them are comfort. Um, but it's all about it's all about what you want to ride, and some of them are meant to do different things, you mm-hmm. know. Um, now, like in, on the basic level, yeah, there's like a shit ton of them. Like, but let's say for example, and I'm just saying, like, because City Grounds has a pretty decent catalog, you know. Like, you go to City Grounds and you see this pursuit look, you know. It looks really aggressive. It looks like it can hurt somebody's back. Yeah. What yeah. Is, what does that mean? Like, I guess pursuit is a good question. What do you What do they mean by pursuit? You, you want to go ahead and take it? Hey, I think Willow's got a little bit more history on the track than I do, so Pursuit go ahead. Pursuit, I, I don't know. Look, I, I'm not going to I'm gonna be 100% honest. As far as geometry, I don't know. I just go based off a of feel. That's all I can tell you. Okay. So a Pursuit to me is something that's a little more steeper. Okay. It's made for, I guess, to go faster. You know what I'm saying? Something like a time trial type of bike. You're just dipping but, a little lower maybe. Like yeah, maybe. but you're way lower than riding just, you know, standard regular frame. Definitely, yeah. yeah. You definitely have a you it's definitely steeper. have a sloping top tube, you know. Uh-huh. uh-huh. And uh, and a lot of times you'll see pursuit is is a track form, yeah. you know. It's it's what right. you do. Uh, it's a type of style of riding and the, and a and a position on the bike uh, that is 
obviously more inclined towards uh, being beneficial on a track. You know, back in the day, they used to have 650s, which is, uh, you know, average wheel is 700 on a, on a typical bike that we all ride. So Some guys would run the 650C on the front to be a little bit lower, a little bit more and that's like pursuit. Really and that's like, I mean, you can see back-breaking looking bikes, yeah. you know, and somehow, I mean, the guys that are riding them on the track, they're... They, they can do it, you know. They can do it for sure. But I think if you're really riding that, it's because you're actually putting in some speed down. And then not only that, but you you get accustomed to that position after a while. It hurts, but you get used to it. I've seen douchebags on the street doing that. Oh yeah, I have, and it's like get real, bro. Yeah, you get you like it. You like seeing. Uh, I've seen beforehand. You see, uh, you'll see the bars and stem <laughs> underneath the top of the fork. You know, yeah. underneath the underneath the top of the head head tube. You got it underneath the steer tube, and uh, and that's like. Mm-hmm. I mean, what are you doing, bro? Uh, yeah. But but people did it on the track. But yeah. when it comes out to the street, you know, you think it looks cool in the picture, and then you know you're you're two miles in, and you know you're going home. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fuck them. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Look, get, do it, do it for the pictures. Do it for the fixie fam. You know, get some get some likes on your Instagram, and then put some real bars on. And then switch that shit I mean, up. <laughs> I like I like the pursuit. It's aggressive. I try to. Well, what are you Not what are you really riding? Long. What are you riding right now? You're, you're riding you're riding your track pro for sure. You got that high bottom bracket, you know yeah. that gets you through the hairpins nice, yeah. and that's important. That's important when it comes to uh, to our well. to our fixed gear geometry right now. It's got to have a high mm-hmm. bottom bracket. So okay, great example. Okay, now I know a lot about frames. So what do you mean by the high bottom bracket? What do you what is can you elaborate on that? Yeah, of course. Bit? I mean, it's it's a necessity when you when you're riding fixed, you're continuously pedaling. You right. can't coast. We all know that. We've mm-hmm. seen the mistakes happen when you mm-hmm. think you can. Yeah. Um, but what you do is road bikes. You pedal up when you're right when you're coming through a corner in hot. Pedal up, pedal up. You make sure your inside pedal that you're leaning on is up you as coast. high as you can. You right. rip through that turn. And then you straighten out and you can start pedaling again. Yeah. Got it. In fixed gear, you don't have the choice in doing that. Mm-hmm. So you gotta have a higher bottom bracket. Otherwise, you go in too hard, you pedal strike. Mm-hmm. Pedal strike. That's get, happened to me. You get bucked, it's happened to us all. I've been there. It's happened yeah. to us all. Yeah, so that's so you gotta have a high bottom bracket. And sometimes even with a high bottom bracket, you mm-hmm. lean that thing too hard and mm-hmm. you're still gonna catch. You know, coming in hot. Yeah. You're going over. I, I, have a, I have a story about that, and I wasn't even racing. I did this on campus. Oh, the, first, the first time, trust me, none of us were racing. <laughs> Cal State Northridge. I thought I was, like, sexy coming into campus, right, on a left green turn, and I was coming in hot, and I made oh, yeah. it, turned yellow. I was like, fucking, I'm making this. And I made it, and I dipped too hard, and I went, cook, and I clipped right off the ground, and my just rear tire Back just wheels, flies not on in the, the floor. air. Flies in the air, and thank <laughs> God, I thank God I didn't eat shit, because there are so many people out there but i knew it was like one of those like heart beating moments where you see somebody almost eat shit oh yeah like, oh he caught it he saved himself oh, you're like fuck <laughs> <laughs> yeah you're you're cool you're you're fucking feeling good and cool guy almost got in the way of you getting fucked up just let you know but it was good you saved it you saved it i bet the people were like oh he almost went down you didn't see that you didn't see that yeah. uh he missed it yeah, yeah. it's all good someone skipped their foot on the you know, they're just walking along, trip on their foot real quick. Oh, yeah. I didn't see that. Like, I almost went down. Yeah. I, yep. I pedal. I pedal scrape. I pedal scrape last year at the Wolfpack Hustle, and it sucked, man. Because I went super low. Yeah, I went super low. Went all the way down. Hey, you take the inside. Yeah. You might pay for it sometimes. Well, fuck it. I was taking a risk. Took exactly, it. Huh? Skid. It was like, yeah. and I went down. You gotta learn. You gotta learn. Bars got all twisted. You can take your machine. Yeah. So that's why you have to have, like you said, a high bottom bracket? That's right. You yeah. You have to have a higher bottom bracket. Mm-hmm. Okay. I was riding, what was I riding? I think I was riding Aventon that time. Oh. I wasn't riding a track pro. Oh, name dropping. 
But no, no, what? No, I'm not saying nothing bad. All I'm saying is like this year I did the hairpins perfect on the track, on the track pro. But I got dropped. Right. But we're not talking about that. We're talking about the hairpins. <laughs> we're talking about the hairpins. Manny, you know what I'm saying? are there any frames that you like when it comes to track? Like there, that like top, I would say top three. I, I mean, mean the, the real. Uh, I mean, yeah, that's that's all. That's all. Yeah, I, I mean the real. I mean, I don't. I I had the privilege of riding a good amount of bikes. I mean, I haven't owned too many of my own, but I definitely uh-huh. have felt out a good amount of bikes. I've got good friends that when I was out a bike because of a crash or uh, or a bike got stolen or something, you know, uh, I GLK comes through and they always uh, have something to ride. I've ridden, you know, Specialized Langsters, S-Works Langsters. I've, ri- I've ridden uh, Felt TK2s and uh, a couple other bikes to throw out there. Uh, you know, I was on Throne. GLK was on Throne for 2014. We nice. got, you know, got to compare a good amount of bikes, but... On the track, the best. I mean, I've only been on the track, I think, three times, probably, uh, as because I mean, as a GLK representative, I'm not a top racer. You know, I'd like to be, but hey, one day. So uh, the the TK2, I've always loved felt TK2. I miss mine. Rest in peace. You know, it was a it was a good time while it lasted. But uh, I've always loved felt felt bicycles. Um, There's so many other bikes out there that I've only wish I can get my hands on. Yeah, Uh, yeah. Stanridge Speed puts out some steel bikes. That's custom. Some steel mm-hmm. bikes, you know, that uh, steel is real, they say, and uh, they've been they he's been ripping things apart at Red Hook for a while. Uh, he's got Adam from he does so many different fabrication stuff, you know, Adam Stanridge that he does great great work on his bikes. I'd love to get a hold of one of those one day. Are these made here in the U.S.? They are, yeah. They're made nice. in Columbus, Columbus. That's the best part about it. Yeah, yeah that's right. One, one, yeah, one of that. And those yeah. are street geometry frames, yeah. you know, these things are meant to go fast in. On the street Dan, and in uh, fixed gear crates. Are they? Dan Chavanoff, he's the one, he was riding that when he won uh, Red Hook. That's right. Well. That's oh, right. right. Yeah, he was. Okay. Yeah, and Evan Murphy as well. Yeah, he, had, he was on there too. He's gotten a lot of, never never got the one spot, I don't think, but now he's uh, now he's roadie pro. So. Uh, are these handmade? Is this guy Stan Rich? Stan Rich? Adam Stan yes. Rich, handmade, man. Handmade. You know I have I have a thing about that. I feel like here in the United States, we are going to start seeing in our generation a lot more like handcrafted type things because we're dealing so much with like industrial, just Chinese, a million at a time type things. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I feel like these handcrafted items, these handcrafted things, whether it's frames, whether it's anything, it's going to start going back to what America used to be. Do you see what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and- the, industri- the industrial age of fabricating here in, in, uh, in the United States. I mean, everything that says made in USA has definitely got a, a lot of stamps of approval. Right. And there's right, a lot right. of things that aren't made in USA that, that we're writing out there, you know, and they're still holding up too. But right. it says something to support. When you're talking about supporting local, you know, that's, that's something that we're about. Well, I got to say something. I think that if that does happen, you're going to see a lot of Mexicans doing that. Hand oh, yeah. making the bikes? Yeah. You think so? In the backyard right now. They won't hey, break they, while I'm riding it? They won't, dog. I'm telling you. Are you sure? <laughs> they got tensile strength on those, yeah, on hey, those look, aluminum. You know what? God bless America. 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 God bless America. God bless America. <laughs> it's not cool when they beat up box Mexicans, though, but it's all whatever. But, you know, still, for the most part, America. America. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. But uh, yeah, there's a, a going back to uh, frames getting built around here. I mean, yeah, LA, yeah. LA is springing up with some frames. There's a uh, frequent flyer. You know, they built their FFSR frame that uh, you know mm-hmm. our, our rider Jerry Rios uh, races with them. Jacob Valentine as they well. They make those here. Here in LA, that's right. Oh, really? Handmade. Each one of those two or, to your uh, specifications when you order them. No. Oh, I didn't know that. That's dope. Yeah, yeah. They're uh, they're they're here in LA and, and it's happening. It is who happening. Ra- who little runs by little. Flyer? Uh, my, 
Right by right by Manny looked at Kim. I know, right? Like she uh, had his number inside of her phone. Like, email, email. Aren't you talking to that guy on the side? I am. I know, right? Wait a minute. We, we, had, we had connections over here. Anthony. Uh, Anthony from uh, Anthony from uh, from Frequent Flyer is uh, is our homie. Uh, Anthony's come through and uh, hooked up, you know, Manny Barra, uh, Jerry Rios uh, from GLK and uh, covers them with the, on their frame and they've been they've been putting in work. You know? Wow. Putting in work. Yeah, he is. Dude, he's, a, he's one of the chillest dudes I've seen, you know, running Frequent Flyer, not just as a frame company, but as a, you know, uh, product. And they sponsored King of Turnbull also. So, you know, shout out, cool. to, shout out to Frequent Flyer. They're doing work is, in L.A. Is Jacob still running for Frequent Flyer? Yeah, yeah. He was right. still, he's still, he's still rocking them, man. That's dope. Yeah, he, had, he had their new jersey on for... Uh, for King of Turnbull, and mm-hmm. they had their homies out at uh, at Wolfpack Hustle as well. Sick, that's sick. Yeah, their right. little factory team is uh, they're right, putting them work. Putting in work. Yeah, of course, dude. cool. Going back to uh, the frame geometry, and just like the manufacturing of a frame, what kind of um, when it comes to building a frame? You said you went to school, right? To yeah, you want to talk about that for a second? Good old UBI, man. Yeah, what is I, uh, UBI? Well, UBI is the United Bicycle Institute. They have two campuses. Uh, they have one in Portland, Oregon, one in Ashland. I spent uh, a month and um, a month and some uh, some change up in Oregon uh, in uh, let's see January just after my birthday January and February. Okay. And uh, yeah, I decided you know my, I love bikes. I want to dedicate my life around bikes. Uh, I was doing the server life since I've been like uh, 18 years old. So I just wanted to break away and choose a new career path and yeah. surround myself with bikes. Yes. So I got a me- I got a mechanic certificate from uh, UBI and a wheel building certificate. Sick. Oh really? And uh, so yeah, and they have. So many programs. I mean, you can learn to build frames there, how to run your, sh- how to run a shop. I mean, so many, so many different things there. And yeah, I think uh, if I didn't know what I thought I knew about bikes, I definitely had hammered it in my head the right way uh, and got great fundamentals there. Wow. Um, so yeah, there is a bike school. So now you have the theory. I, I, hey, I'm just, I just got. I just got the motivation, you know. That's yeah, all, yeah, yeah. and uh, and I think I got a couple good good roots there. Thank you, dude. Oh, that yeah. shit was so much fun, man. That's it was it was so much fun. And there, one of the things I learned is, you know, there's, you know, there's aluminum, there's steel, and there's carbon, there's titanium, but it's uh, it's really is the comfort level that you get and what you there what you, you like to ride. You know, it's 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 about the rider. Yeah, you know? So it. many arguments can be said, but man, in the end, it's it's what you uh, it's what you want to ride. I, that, I, that is bringing it back to the fundamentals because that was my next question is like what out of everything that you've seen what's like top of the like what do you think is the best and I, and I guess it's right it's whatever you just really whatever feels good under your butt yeah right and you know it's the way you start off too it's what you can afford it's what you learn from uh, you know when I was when I was just starting to ride uh, of course, I was on steel frames, you know, yeah. and uh, and I didn't know any better, you know, and I'd have my buddies like, oh, dude, check out this bike, I just got it, I, you know, try it out, and I'd say, nope, I can't afford it, right. I don't want to, I don't want to know what I'm missing out on, you know, right. uh, I want to ride as good as I can on this and make my way up to the next thing, you know, right. whether that was aluminum or you know, from steel, I went to aluminum, right? I thought it was great, it was light, it was super unforgiving on the road, you know, mm-hmm. you feel everything mm-hmm. on aluminum bike, so you throw a carbon fork on or do whatever you can. I've ridden carbon track frames as well. Okay. Um, and, uh, you know, when it comes down to it, it's just, I had the most fun I've ever had on bikes, you know, on my Monday night rides on my felt TK too. You know, that was, that was one of the bikes that I love. Jerry's killing it on his FSR and it's got a different geometry. It's got, uh, you know, the welding is different on Mm -hmm. the, on that frame and he loves the way it feels. It's just, you know, everybody's different, man. It's like, uh, it's like, what do you like? Boxers or briefs, you know? Right, 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 right. I, um... I was I don't know I was really thinking about the FFSR frames. I'm like, huh? I, I they're, really, they're cool. They're legit. Yeah. Okay. They're That's pretty. Cool. They're pretty frames, yeah. man. Yeah. Uh, I was gonna ask. I don't even remember what I was gonna ask, but 
What if you don't know what to feel for? That's exactly what it was. What if you don't know exactly what to feel for? I mean, to me, I guess it's just really comfort, like what's comfortable to you, right. you know, because a lot of people think they they go to a bike store and even a lot of bike, you know, salesmen for I guess for lack of a better term, I don't like calling them bike salesmen, but I guess they are because they, they just kind of they are. They are. We they, can be salesmen for they sure. They just sell shit to people, you know, and they don't really know because and it's kind of fucked up because sometimes the people don't even know what they're looking for. Guys like, well, this is what you need. You don't know how many people I that where I'm like, yo, this is what you should probably do. And the little that I know about bikes, they're like, man, how come my bike guy that sold me this didn't tell me? Yeah, yeah, you, you hear know? that a lot. Well, I when I was working at the bike shop that I was working, I was a salesman. I was a salesman as well. And the people that would come in, I would make the effort to ask, what kind of riding are you going to be doing? Because you don't want to buy the wrong bike. Right, right. You're trying to buy like a time trial bike, just cruising to the market and back. You don't need that. Yeah, exactly. You need a three wheel with a basket, lady. <laughs> Let me help you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So so it sucks. It sucks that other salesmen are just trying to make the sale and trying to actually fit people on the that bikes. That does happen for sure. And then you There's the, the kooks that come in, you know, and they've got like their – like you said, maybe they got a trike. You know, the bike, oh, yeah. shop, bike shop that I worked at, um, one guy would come in all the time. He, he, had, uh, he had had a stroke. He rides a tricycle, you know, and he needed a lot of work done because he, he couldn't drive. Right. So his tricycle was his car. Right. He would do his grocery shopping in it. He would move around. He did everything he had to do on a bike, like bike necessity, you know. Right. And uh, and you know we and that guy right. needed uh, needed a horn on his bike. He needed mm -hmm. all kinds of stuff on his bike, and and you know that's we took care of it because nice. you know he was our customer. And we're not gonna say ah you don't need that. It's it's what you want on the bike, you know. But then again, on the other side, you get uh, a little kid that comes in with his dad with a big pocketbook. Yeah. And he says, I want that bike. And he only wants it because it's this color and it's this brand, but it doesn't fit him. Right. You know, and right. the kid wants it right then and there. We have to convince him, you know, this isn't safe for you to ride. And sometimes the dad just wants to buy it. You'd be like, well, this is what he wants. I'm going to buy That's it for true. him. Really? They That's true. Yeah. Oh, they yeah, dude. You know. No. Like, are, you trying to, are you trying to lose business? It's like, yeah, no, exactly. but I'm not going to put a kid out on something that he's going to crash on or hurt himself on. You know, there's, a, there's two it. sides of the coin, you know. You get, Come on, man. Let me <laughs> yeah, dude, there's a difference, man. There's a difference. But I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. If you tell him, like, yo, this bike does not fit him, he, he might die. And he's like, yo, I want this bike. Well, like, come on, man, let's go. Let's ring it up. He yeah. really wants the bike. Get, yeah. Sell it to him. Some people do. Some people I, do. I'm not going to lie. I probably, so I probably did that. <laughs> I probably did that. Like, you really want to buy it? Okay, come on. Then. I told you. I covered my ass and the company I was working for, for sure. Yeah, yeah, you have to let them know. Yeah, you have yeah, to let them know. Yeah, and there's different different kinds of bikes for different people. You know, yeah. the guy, the commute, the guy mm -hmm. that just got a DUI and needs to get a bike now to get to work. Damn. He's probably not gonna want, you know, the best roadie, and he's probably not gonna want the best the best mountain bike. But he might need to sell the guy hybrid. You know, the guy that got a DUI. Yeah. <laughs> hey, shit comes through. People that work at shops, you know, you see the guy. He walks yeah. in. You know, he's white collar guy. He's saying, you know, I lost my car. Recently, I got to get a bike and start commuting now. It's like, oh. I know what that means. How often have you seen that where the guy's like, he didn't say that he got a DUI, but you know it. You just know, man. You just smell it on his yeah, breath. Yeah, you know. <laughs> they're, they're slightly embarrassed. They're in there. They're looking at a bike like, oh, man, this is what it's come down to. And I'm like, hey, this could, this could be something fun, dude. You yeah. know? But hey, a DUI, nothing to laugh about. That's cool. You get two, two per year. Two per year. What, what are major pet peeves that you see on a bike? 
To do me, you have any major pet peeves? I do, I, I do have, have, I do have pet peeves for sure. Oh man, I mean, yeah, there's, I mean, it's everybody. It's across the board. It's right. not just the, it's not just the guy in Lycra. It's not just the kid on the BMX with no brakes. It's not. Oh, the- I hate that. I'm sorry. Hey, I'm sorry. there's those there, there's, <laughs> there's those kids, man. With his fucking foot. You stop with the feet, feet on the ground. That's bullshit. Yep, it's true, man. It's true. Hey, look, he stopped though. Shut up, dude. <laughs> <laughs> he stopped on the. He, he stopped by you know the car helped, but he stopped. He's on a BMX bike. Hey, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. I like going fast. I don't get off the ground. Nah, I used to BMX and I tore my back out and I stopped. But shit, shout out all the homies BMXing out there. Don't let the 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 hater over here tell you anything about your brakes. You use those foot brakes. Oh, really? Those are problems. Ah, they can. Yeah, they they're, they're now they're like you see they're kind of novelty. You see them on like uh, we call them department store bikes. You know, you see them on Toys right, R Us, Mongoose, right, and stuff. Right. Now kids just kids snip their brakes, man. They want a bar spin, they snip their brakes. Huh. And some bike shops won't deal with them. Other ones are just like, hey, well, you've been doing it for a while. You see pros doing it on TV. I mean, right. shit. It's it's hard to it's hard to weigh the it's hard to weigh the pros and cons, you know. Um, especially yeah. if they got parents that are letting them do it. You know, all these kids have parents. If parents are letting them do it, what, what can what, I say? What are the problems with gyros? Because I remember when those came out. And yeah, they're I the was, shit. I was like, you got Whoa, your you got your dope. you got your Ryan Nyquist Haro out there, and, right, and it's got right. a gyro on it, and that shit weighed like fucking. 40 pounds, but somehow these guys were flipping them and, and doing all the cool shit. And yeah, gyros were in, but after a while, it just too many cables, man. Too many cables, too many That's problems. That's what it is. One more mechanical, one more mechanism to get fucked up. Uh-huh. Why not just take your brakes off? Oh, right. you're wearing brakes on BMX? What? Hey, yeah. dude. Shut up, dude. <laughs> that, they were, look at those bikes back then. They don't use it anymore. Like I said, now it's just take your brakes off. Everyone wants to drive his car with no brakes. That's how serious he is about being nah, brakes. Well, he's he's like, pretty fixy. We're about to take you the brakes off this jetter right now. So, another pet peeve aside from brakes. Uh, what, hey, more power to you. I ride brakeless sticks all the oh, time. I do so I can't say that. And, and let me say something about, hold on. Let me say something about that. If you're not ready to ride brakeless, do not ride brakeless. Ride the brake. Don't worry about what anybody's sure. trying to clown on you. Uh, Fuck that. You ride that brake. Nah. Ride the brake. I ride without a brake because I already, you know, I can handle myself. Yeah, exactly. But if you're not ready, you keep that fucking brake on there. I'm yeah, serious. Yeah. There's some okay. people that say, you know, uh, front brakes cause more accidents than no brakes do. Yep. You, know, you grab that front brake hard, you're, up you're going over. over. Yep. And, then, and then on top of that, I'm going to just say, uh, don't panic. Don't hit the brake like that. Try to skid. And if you, oh my God, I've seen it happen where they panic and then they hit the e-brake and they fly over the bar and they're clipped in. So yeah, the one thing, so speaking of being clipped in, what about another pet peeve here that we can, it's worth mentioning. How about, uh, guys that ride with no brakes and no retention? Call, no, it, call it riot, uh, riding suicide, you dude, know? Dude, I see ghetto kids in Van Nuys riding that way. I they're see it all the no time. No brakes, no nothing. Usually on the sidewalk. You know? Yeah, yeah, they are on the sidewalk. Or, um, you know, just... They just got a bike off Craigslist or from their older brother. Or they stole it. Or they stole it. True. I can't call it. No. I can. <laughs> so. No. I've seen them at the rides. Like, oh, man. I don't even say nothing to that. I just get away from them. Hey, I host, I host a weekly ride. You know, well, I was hosting. Right now I'm on hiatus since I tore my ACL. Um, but, uh, you know, hey, shit happens. But yeah, I've, kicked, I've, I've had to kick people out of the red. I've had to tell them, no, sorry, man, you got it. You, you, you got no helmet, you got no brakes, you got no cage. You, you ain't, ain't riding. You ain't riding on my group ride, dude. Yeah, you ain't riding, that's good. Yeah. 
What do you, uh, Hunter? That one, he had breaks on his his fixie. Yeah, hey, he did. King of Turnbull had no no uh, no, no, no digression no discretion as to as to breaks or no breaks. You know, it's a it's an uphill race. Right. The downhill has got to be as safe as it can be. Hey, you want to save some leg? Don't fucking spin out on the downhill. Mm-hmm. Run a break. That's a very good point. Sure, That's man. Hey, there's, te- there's there's technique and tactics at work in races. You know, if you have the opportunity to run a break, I recommend it. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I didn't run a break. Some people, a lot of people. I didn't but run a break. I had to use my legs on the way down. You had to. You got to use the legs for sure. Yeah, yeah. that's it all good. Dope. It was dope. Cool. Uh, other than that, saddle height. People can fix their saddle height too. You know, I mean, yeah. so I see, I see a lot of people riding with bikes way too big or saddles way too low, and and uh, there's a lot of things, a lot of things. But hey. But even even if you tell, I, I tell people politely. Like I saw some guy. You seen him? He has his uh, drop bars the wrong way, like bullhorns. And I told him, you know, that's not safe. He's like, no, it's the way I like it. Well, all right. Do you then? You know, what, what can you do after that? You try to tell them? So I, I just mind my business from, I just fuck it. I see it, but I don't say nothing. You know, because sometimes maybe they don't, they don't I, I don't clown either. I tell them seriously, like, yo, you might want to turn that around. But some people want to do what they want to do. It's all and good. And he's still, got, he's still rocking them like that. So it doesn't seem like he's crashed yet. Uh, well, let's hope not. But yeah, fuck it. Do what you got to do. What's up, Dean? So check this out. Last Friday, The Guardian uh, published an article, and if a lot of you guys have never heard of The Guardian, it's a very big publication out in the UK, and that's the United Kingdom, if you don't know what the UK is. We know what it is, Dean. Okay. (laughs) I forget sometimes. No, I haven't heard of this newspaper. Okay, so The Guardian, uh, they published an article about late-night rides put on uh, by the DTLA messengers. Now, among some of these things noted in the article, there was a part about the marijuana use, alcohol, and graffiti, and looting that happens in liquor stores. Now, this article is bullshit straight out of the gate. I'll be 100% honest with you. And uh, let's talk about it. We have points here, but I think we have points on on our sheet. But I, we all have something that we'd like to say about it. And let's start with Manny. Hold it. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, 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 Dean. Appreciate Go it, man. <laughs> Not that I have anything against, you know, Willow's words over here at all. But, hey, if you guys say I'm first, cool. Go no, for it. Um, so, uh, yeah, let's, let's be honest. I mean, um, what this journalist, uh, I believe his name was uh, Rory Carroll, uh, coming out of the U.K. apparently, uh, came out to a downtown L.A. messenger race. You know, this is what... He saw something that has two very notable po- aspects too. One, downtown LA messengers have been holding it down for years, nine years now that they've been running their yeah. races and everything. You know, they definitely got seniority in LA and deserve the respect. Oh yeah, for sure. Another this coin, is- downtown LA messengers like the party hard, right? I mean, we know that. I can't call it. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I mean, let's be honest. Let's be honest. There was there was some alcoholic beverages out there to say that there aren't Who? a few at any fixed gear races you know for him to say that the cyclists are the one drinking the ones racing at least that's a lot that's definitely that, well, that is definitely uh, let's start at the top with some of the quotes that he had inside of it uh kim you you had it right you had the article available kim uh is gonna get on the mic go ahead go ahead kim um, there was one quote that someone had said, sometimes they're so drunk that they don't even remember who wins the race. Damn, that's hard. That's, <laughs> like I said, downtown LA messengers like the party, but come on, that might be uh, giving we, a little bit of a bad light on this situation. We definitely know who won. 
We know who was. Yeah. But if you don't remember, go to cyclefeet.xyz. We have photos of it. Who said that? Recaps. Recaps. But maybe it was, he probably already had a few many at that point, too. He probably didn't remember saying that. But he's having a good time. And he's watching the actual racers racing. He's not the that, one You're racing. right. That's definitely more spectator speak than, yeah. than the riders. I mean, I think uh, there, was, there, was a, there was a time when... Uh, we used to like to, you know, have a few and go out there and, and do whatever scratch race we want. But, mm-hmm. you know, nowadays I've seen uh, everybody take their fitness into a very huge account. Right, right. Kim, but, do you have another one? But in, in cyclocross uh, racing, they had they had beer handouts. The beer so handout what's the problem? become famous. You they know, it's hey man, it's a it's the, it's a it's a two edged sword, right? I mean, some people bitch about one thing, and other people totally support it. S- oh safety maybe but w- people need the carbs though <laughs> do need the carbs. it's true cyclists but do like need I, carbs but like i'm saying the, the guy that said this he's the one on the sideline he's not the one out there racing. right he came as another one when i race i do it under the influence liquid courage wow that's like going that's to the club almost that's, that's not a good not line so nobody's 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 following that guy's wheel i'll tell you that for sure <laughs> But coming down, <laughs> coming down to it, I mean, these guys are sharing this information with a journalist that's going to share our scene with the world, you know, and that's, yeah. and that's tough that he's getting that angle, no matter how fun we know it is right. and how, I mean, I can't say safe, but we all take what we do into our own hands and, mm-hmm. and we do it for the fun of it. We all find fun in these situations. And this is one race. Yeah. One race. Exactly. Yeah. You come out to the Orange County races or the Wolfpack Hustle races or GOK races, something like that, so you can see how organized. And we're actually racing out there. We're not out there fucking drinking. The racers are out there actually putting in work. We're You're just right. trying to ride our bike, man. We're there for, we're competitive cyclists, and that's about it. You're and right, man. Real quick, um, if anybody is curious to see exactly what race we're talking about or what event we're specifically talking about, I was lucky enough to be out there to shoot photos of it. So you can go to cyclefeed.xyz, mm-hmm. and if you just scroll down, you'll see the downtown messenger. I think it's the Grand Prix. That's right. That's yeah. right. You lock mob, I believe, on uh, Instagram. They, uh, they hold it down. Correct. Right, right, right. And you just scroll through the photos look at the photos see what was going on see what we were talking about because the same guy was there you know what i mean and it to me it was just a regular cycling event to some extent you know but go ahead we have some more quotes kim nah kim we need you to read it go ahead and read it no well, there's, there's a quote about willow that says willow a former gang member who served time Ooh. in jail and is now a celebrity for his racing. Damn. Well, first of all, let me say this. I don't consider myself a motherfucking celebrity at all. Nothing like that. I'm just out there riding bikes. Second of all, I don't know what his source is, but I never was. And I'm not part of a motherfucking gang or anything. And that's not being disrespectful to any gang member out there. You know what I'm saying? I'm being serious. You do what you got to do. You know what I'm saying? You do no, what you got to do. They, do they, they got to do what they got to do. But I'm me, not trying to disrespect no gang members or nothing like this, that. Don't come after me, yo. This is bad for me because I'm not a gang a gang member. I don't associate with gang members. Cycling is what I do. I wake up at 4 in the morning to go to work, do my fucking construction work, go home, take care of my family, pay rent. I pay my motherfucking taxes. So how the fuck is somebody going to disrespect me like that saying I'm a gang member? Well, he, he has no fucking information regarding I don't even have a file, nothing like that. So it got me a little mad, but I'm over it. Okay. I'm just disappointed that he disrespected the site. Like, what was the objective of that? What was the main goal? I want to know. Was uh, it to look, make cyclists look like shit? Was that it? 
What was the objective? What was what was that damn article about? If you're creating lies that I was a gang member, what was a gang name? And 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 you're what right. You're right. I do believe that there is um, that that article may have gotten a little skewed uh, mm-hmm. in the process of being made. I definitely think if his point was to expose or uh, I don't know, expose sounds kind of harsh sometimes because it's like no. you're exposing something that was going on, you right, know, right. bad. And well, he well, used the GLK slogan uh, as the title of the article: "Ride, hustle, kill, repeat." And uh-huh. uh, he did, didn't he? Yeah, and, and like he gave us credit for it, you know. And that's that is it's on our kits, it's all over, you know. And I just feel like it was spun in a negative way a little bit. Uh huh. Um, but when you want to rep, if you want to show the world what's coming up and what fixed gear racing is, maybe the downtown LA Messenger Grand Prix isn't the broadest spectrum to uh, deliver to the world, you know. Well, my, my mm. thing is. Look, I don't know how big the Guardian is. I don't read the Guardian. I'll they're huge. They're yeah, huge. they're big. Is, no question about it. The Guardian is huge and, and very respectful. How do they have writers coming up with stories where their sources are wrong? Answer me that. Because, can I be honest with you? I think because he was all the way here in L.A. And he knew nobody else was going to come and ch- fact check him. He knows nobody else. Like, he was just a rogue freelance dude on his own, probably. Do you see what I'm saying? Hey, so, everyone, everyone's got to make a story, right? Yeah, I mean. just like if, you know, let's say we were all LA Times writers and we were somewhere in the hills of the Philippines. Like, we, we could do some shit out there. They could find the story and be like, wait a second. We don't do this, but guess what? Who's going to go back there? Do you see what I'm saying? Well, He's sure. never going to come back again. That's wrong, Dean. If he wanted a fucking interview, he should have told me. He could have got up at 4 in the morning to go fucking go to work with me, come home feed my daughters pick them up from school fucking deal with my wife at home then I gotta pay bills I gotta put food on the motherfucking table then I gotta find time to train that's not gangster you know shit fool you don't wanna be a part that's of right, it dude. I'm not no gang member that that was disrespectful yeah so I can understand that to just post it like that even if it was online or anything that was that was disrespectful the funny the funny thing is is I I saw this guy at the race and I actually met with him and I was chatting with him for a little bit. He seemed like a super nice guy. He seemed like he was on the up and up. He didn't. He seemed like some guy was just out there enjoying the race. Right, right, just taking notes, right? Wow. But he switched it. That motherfucker flipped everything. I don't know. And you know, Rory, I, if you're up. listening, if you find some way to, to listen to this now, um, come out again. You know, there's way more races that you can look at, whether it be here in LA. Whether it be uh, over in New York for things like Red Hook, yeah, uh, and around the world, you know, it's 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 spreading, and uh, and fixed gear racing is a uh, is more than just uh, more than just drunk messengers uh, and uh, bums calling lights uh, and and red light running. You know, it's a uh, it's a gay, lot more than that. Gay bums, by the way. Get he's your a, facts he's right, a really nice homie. guy. Make sure you get your facts right. <laughs> let me let me chat about this for a second. He's from England, right? He's from the UK. He does he? I guarantee you, the fixed gear riders out there are doing the same thing. Do you see what I'm saying? Like, those guys get pissed, drunk. He's not going to shit where he fucking eats. Touche. Right? Touche. You're 100% right. Oh, and then since Donald Trump went on air and was talking shit about Mexicans, so everybody's just going to pick on Mexicans. That's you think so? Up. That's fucked up. That, ju- that, that jumped quickly. That's fucked mm. up. I'm taking it there. You're taking it there? Because I'm not a gangbang. Man, I feel very offended. I, I got to say I feel offended. It's okay, man. Get, get this man some ice. Get this man some like ice. He I needs said, to, he like needs to said, cool no, off. No disrespect to any gang members. Because uh, it takes a lot of heart to do that. But I'm not a gang member. Damn, dog. I'm not, listen. <laughs> I'm not a gang member. You know what I'm saying? It takes a lot of heart to be a gang yeah, member. Dude, I don't know I don't how know much heart it takes to be a gang member. It's tough on the streets. It's just, it's I think crazy, Kim knows. Man. Kim it's knows. Growing up in Vegas, Kim knows all about the gang life. Shit happens in Vegas. It's crazy. And then, like, motherfuckers are going to be clowning. I see it, which is probably going to be funny. But still, it's like, man, you... It, that's like me saying something about you, and then people post it. It's not true. How would you feel? I 
I don't know. It depends what it is. Oh, man, this motherfucker. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just that kidding. I get it. No, I'm no. sorry. Yes, and. I'm sorry. Dude, I feel like shit, bro. I wouldn't like it. Wouldn't like it at all. Yeah, I'm of course not. Everyone, everyone wants to be represented in the in, to their liking, you know? But, hey, uh, journalism takes that out of our hands sometimes. You yeah, know? yeah, I'm most definitely. No, it not was, one positive thing, but I'm over it. No, it was it, – he should have – he didn't do it correctly. You know what I mean? I'm a journalism student as well. I haven't graduated yet, working on it, what's good. And uh, it – it just wasn't the way it should have been. He, it seemed like he was... There were so many good things about racing. There's so many good things, and he didn't talk about those things at all. You know what I mean? And so... Uh, he didn't mention abs- the, the bicycle culture. He yeah. had no fucking cultural sensitivity, all right? <laughs> I'll say it. Yeah. Oh, uh, is that what it is? I'm, even, I'm just mad that we even have to mention this. But uh, I'm over it. Hey, well, okay. bicycles bring along a lot of people together. And, they do. And of all sh- the, the people that race the races aren't the people that host them and, and, and vice versa, you know? I mean, it could be uh, all shapes and sizes, uh, all different, whether, you know, culture or not. Uh, it's all it's all for a community. And, and I think he didn't – I think he missed a lot of community points. He did. He really did. Let's talk about the fact that he was uh, quoting a lot of events that happened in the past, like the looting of the liquor stores and all of that. True. Okay. Also, he said that we were looting or something. He made it seem like I'm leading. I don't lead nobody. I'm at home. I got babies to feed. I got mouths to feed. I'll work. But he did drop. I'm not out there leading motherfuckers. No. He did drop some uh, some some group rides, uh, some group ride names, and uh, a lot of the different people going on going around LA leading rides. And maybe he didn't highlight some of the best points, right? No, he didn't. He didn't. And uh, he, missed a lot. He, he said that he said that some of these group rides would go and loot liquor stores and things like that. I've never. I've been on plenty of group rides, and I've never seen a group ride loot a liquor store. Never seen in my life. I mean. Does it happen? Has it happened? If Let's it, be honest. Have you seen me loot a store? You let me know, Mr. No. Publisher. No. I'm going there doing that dumb shit. That's for kids. But does it happen? I haven't seen it happen myself. And if it, and if it did happen when I was there, I'll see you later. I'm going to be going to jail for some dumb shit. Right. Right, right, right. And, uh, you know, I, I have, um, I mean, hey, party rides are too much fun to miss. You know, you, you go out, you're riding with hundreds and hundreds of people, and sometimes... I have seen a lot of groups just mob a store beyond their their, their own it. control. Oh, I have. Really? I've seen it. No, yeah. Me and no. the GLK boys have gone out on rides, and and you know we've we've seen. I'm not gonna name any rides no, or any people, uh-huh. but yeah, for sure, it, it goes down. It goes down, and it and, it, and it's. It sucks to see. It's not our style. Right. It's not but even we the racers, I think, are they who? It's, well, who it's definitely not. I mean. It's it, clearly the people that are on bikes, but I mean, like, what do you feel about that? You know what I mean? You're not, uh, hopefully you're not in there, like, looting, but I mean, what? <laughs> what? Look at this face. Look at this face. I can't, I can't no. get away with looting, man. No way. Uh, like, how does that make, I feel like that puts such a bad light on everybody, you know? I, Absolutely. I've been inside of these liquor stores in the middle of the night with mm-hmm. a whole bunch of riders, and the clerks look terrified, you know? And the thing is, I just want to make them feel as comfortable as possible. You don't want to make them feel like, oh, you, they're looking at, they're checking you out, and they're looking throughout all they're just terror they I don't want to get surrounded oh yeah you know? let's be honest it, it is out there it is it out is there people. but fucking these, these people are just taking care of their business like any other people would if I owned a business and I saw whatever it could be fucking motorcycle guys in a big ass group right right grabbing some chips and shit right hey hey I'm gonna say something right I'm gonna say something so right. I, don't, I don't blame them but 
if it were to happen with me, I'm gone. I, right. And it has happened to where it would start, and I'm gone. Right. I'll see you later. Is it the big groups that make people scared, or is it the cyclists that make people scared? I don't know. I think it might be just a large amount of cyclists as a big-ass group, more than 20, more than 30. Mm-hmm. That's not normal. Right. You know, what I'm especially saying? So, in the middle of the night, right? Yeah. Absolutely. That is true. I right. mean, that does hold some weight. You get a you get a mob of uh, 40, 50 people. Sometimes it's 100 to 200 but people, it's you know. Yeah. It's and it's dope. And it is. It is it is awesome. It's a very cool sight to see. Um but when they use those numbers to take advantage of right. situations, that's definitely it's definitely a bummer. Right. And it and it happens and I think I don't think it's seeing a bunch of cyclists because I right. think that's still primarily a cool sight to see. Right. It's getting just flash mob like that. Right. You know, where they just don't have control of a situation. Right. I mean, places open at, you know, midnight past that are, uh, you know, people are up late. People don't have a lot of staff on board. Right. And, uh, and that's what, and that's what hurts. That's what makes people scared. Right. The problem is maybe that is turning into them being afraid of bike rides. Mm-hmm. Maybe that is turning into reflecting on the cyclists. Mm-hmm. And that's what you think of, you know, you, you hear it all the time. Uh, oh, these people are making cyclists look bad. You know, like, because we all share a community, you know, and one person on a bike to somebody else that has nothing to do with the culture look just like everybody else on a bike. Right. You know, so you get 200 people coming through on a bike, uh, start jacking your shit. Next time one person goes on a bike, they may not even want to serve them, you know? Right, right. So or they yeah. might just stand in front of the store and say, no bikes allowed in here. You guys have to leave. Yeah. Do you see what I'm Definitely. saying? That'd be, that'd be jacked and up. It, and but... it turns from helping a, a community with, you know, bringing in business to... To hurting them. Mm-hmm. 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 That's just one way to look at it, is if you ask me. Right. Okay. Well, I mean, this guy is like shedding light on the city offenses that the reporter himself says were done long ago. But what do the article like this? What do you think it has an effect on the cycling community? Well, I think I think what I what I mentioned has a lot to do with that. You know, it's yeah. it's hurting. It is hurt. we have an image, and uh, and that that can easily be hurt. You know, look, amongst. Be, look, I gotta say, from my point of view, being a cyclist is one thing. Being a quote-unquote former gangbanger is another. That is very that that was wrong. There are two spectrums say. there that for sure. That was fucking stupid. Was it to sell a? Was it to sell it? Was it to get more views? Hey, some people want to look at the negative things more than they want to look at the I good things. I think it has like eight thousand shares or something like that. I don't care what it has, man. That was wrong. That they, as they say, what's that for the word? They defame me. Right? Yeah. Because I oh my god, that's just just disrespectful. Okay. It's bad. And more, more or less because, like, oh. I have I, I, a lot of the youngsters, they follow me and stuff. And then, you know, they look for me for motivation and stuff. And I just mm-hmm. keep telling them, like, yo, if you want to earn it, you just got to stay determined. Right. Keep going, put in work. And then they read this shit, like, yo, he's a gangbanger. I'm not a gangbanger. Right. I feel, I feel really offended. This has been bothering me all weekend, man, I got to say. What do you think could change the perspective of mainstream media as cyclists? And thus help expand and, you know, put better light on the industry. Because guess what? You know, us riding in the middle of the night like that, us being a part of these groups, helps expand the industry, you know? And just anything bikes that we do helps expand. And I don't, it sucks to see, like, you know, I guess one bad apple fucks up the entire bunch in this situation. How could we fix that? Well, I think there's many ways. But you you have to mention the information that's positive. Like, for example, how Los Angeles is extending that uh, the bike lanes. 300 miles, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Did he mention anything regarding that? Of course he didn't. He did, I think he did actually have uh, Roadblock, uh, a couple co- quotes from Roadblock that uh, 
you know, talking about how LA trying to thrive mm-hmm. uh, in the cycling uh, in the cycling world. But Kim say, scanning it. But I'm saying the reporter himself, did he go into that? No, nah, definitely didn't. He just Is touched. He just, he just just a little just a little sprinkle of good, you know, in there. And uh, but you're but as far as things that can change it, I mean, um, dude, it, it starts small. You know, everybody needs to think of us think of this as a whole. Mm-hmm. Uh, and as urban urban cyclists need to realize, LA is built for cars, mm-hmm. and that sucks for us. Mm-hmm. But you know, there's a there's something that cyclists take serious a, a phrase now and slogan. I think that we all embrace is share the road, right? right? And that doesn't necessarily mean share the road and stay out of my lane mm-hmm. because I'm a bike. It means you know, we got to share it for everybody, you know, I mean, we're in a, we're in a fast paced world and people want to go and people want to rush and there's mm-hmm. lots of assholes behind the wheel, but ultimately we have to represent, um, we have to be bigger than that. You know, we have to represent the, the, the larger masses and, and give everybody the space that they deserve. Right. That's one way I think that could, that could change the opinion of a lot. Okay. Well, well that three feet California law is supposed to be helping, but not just in California, Nevada too, you know, gonna enforce it? that's the thing. You have to have a cop see it. If a cop doesn't see it, you can't call it in. Nobody cares. You know? You know, I, I I got hit by a car on Fairfax and Pico, and the cop saw it. He still didn't even write the guy a ticket. I was, wow. like, I was like, you're not. He was like, the cop was like, you're good. I said, I'm fine. And he was like, okay, well, you know, okay, just make sure. He told the driver, make sure you pay attention next time, this and that, the other. And I was like, you're not even going to try to write this guy a three-foot ticket or nothing like that, you know? So it's really it kind of sucks because he still should have been on it and he wasn't. You Did know? you say something? I'll, Let's get back to the point. Closed <sighs> mouths don't get fed. Closed mouths don't get fed. Uh, what do you think? Do you think riding sober on these rides, like, and you know, a lot of these guys go to these go to these go to the liquor store and they they get a whole bunch of alcohol and sometimes. That doesn't look good. That doesn't look good for cyclists. What do you think about that? What do you think about about pretty much just drunk riding or riding under the influence? Not just alcohol. I know. I'm I'm done. I'm not done. I said drunk riding, riding under the influence, or even smoking under the influence, or or high riding high. I guess. Well, you know, I'm, I'm wearing a Cushtown shirt, so it's kind of it's kind of hard to talk about that <laughs> yeah. one. But uh, <laughs> it, you know, it's um, man. You do things under your own capacity, and uh, and I know it's it's such a it's it's such a double entendre to say you know hey we are, we're riding we're riding and drinking you know but you guys can't obviously drink and drive right uh, so yeah I mean shit it's it's we all definitely uh, we all definitely uh, dig our own graves sometimes you know because yeah. yeah. we've all we're all guilty of riding we've all been we're guilty, all of, guilty it. of it I'm not gonna lie you know? me too you know what I mean I say he who is guilty he who is not guilty may he cast the first stone all right that's what I say. All right. right. So how can we uh, how can we expand that to where uh, you know there can be there can be an understanding between you know cyclists and and the rest of the and the rest of the industry. You know well, what, what can we do? Well, how can you how can you stop someone who goes to a group ride from drinking and riding? Who are you to tell him what to do? Everybody's gonna do what they want. Right. So who are you? they're on a party ride. So right. They're at a party. So they decide to go to the party ride and drink and ride. That I mean. Who are you to stop them? What do you What do you have to say about that? They're gonna do it regardless. Right, right. I it's not it's, not everybody drinks and smokes while they ride. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It is a small percentage of people. Yeah. It is. Everybody, everybody, a lot of them are just out there just for the ride. In right, general. right. That's but true. And, and you know, a lot of the people that I do 
first see introduced into the party rides. I mean, they definitely play it as safe as they can, right. and uh, they, no matter how much fun they have, I know a lot of people that just that won't that won't drink and ride. Right, and they they do take it upon themselves to uh, you know take the responsibility and uh, and not try to set a bad example. Um, but shit, man, party rides are party rides are a lot of fun, and it, and it's it's hard to weigh that sometimes. <laughs> Um, but I guess, you know, shit, the problem with that is, you know, people that drink and drive, I'm sure use the same excuse, Yeah. you know, so we definitely put ourselves between a rock and a hard place sometimes. Yeah. Um, but that is a very small piece of the pie, you know, that is, that is, uh, a very small percentage of the cycling world. Right. And I've had way more times on the bike where I've been sober and had a great time with my friends. Exactly. Than I have, uh, doing the party rides where I've been drunk. Right. I mean, not to say one hasn't happened. Right. Um, but hey, uh, there's there's always any time on a bike is a good time, and we can't let ourselves get caught up by by the party rides. We need to remember that we can have a good time on bikes no matter what. Mm. Right. Party rides are dope, but you gotta make sure you're safe. There's a lot of history. There's a lot of history there, <laughs> and a lot of that brought us into cycling as what it is now. That's true. Exactly. That's I, I mean, yeah. everyone, a lot of us started on party rides, you know, and and a lot of people got past that. You know, mm-hmm. they were introduced mm-hmm. to the community that way, and that's a great way. That's a great social way to do things. You know, right. crank mob. And uh, Cranksgiving rides and, and everything back in the day. Critical Mass before the cops used to show up. Hey, Critical Mass came down from in. first done in San Francisco, I think, and then they, they we 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 adopted that, and uh, and that was all great, you know. Uh, but there definitely was a lot of a lot of a lot of shenanigans. Mm-hmm. Shenanigans. I remember. I remember when um, I'm originally from Northern California, and I I remember when Critical Mass kind of started early back back in the day because my dad used to listen to a lot of um, talk radio AM because he would do a lot of commuting, and so that's why I got super into just talk radio. And they would always do traffic in the morning, and they would always complain about cyclists taking over the Golden Gate Bridge. They go, "Oh, it's Critical Mass today. There's cyclists just taking over the Golden Gate Bridge, so everybody just." kind of like you know be careful and this and that the other and i and i never understood it i was just like what is going on and that's actually that's actually a pretty great thing and i I wish they i wish they would do that here in la you know and let people know at least hey if this is something that that happens a lot and it's kind of beyond beyond your reach at least let them know that it's going to happen that's how serious critical mass was then and i didn't and i didn't know i was just like a kid in the car listening on the radio you know but they they actually went out and put on the radio so everybody and this talk radio everywhere you know what i mean so that's it was it was interesting yeah these they all started somewhere you know I started from a party ride too originally mm-hmm. you know definitely and uh, and the communities it's different in all aspects but I mean they both have racers party rides casual group rides right ca- cafe rides I mean hey they all have a place in this in 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 the community because we're all yeah. on bikes you know and right. uh, we can't let one small group of people. Uh, reflect on everybody because yeah. right. it's just too big it's too big to be <laughs> to be singled out that way right long story short homie from the guardian should have gone to a lot more rides you should have gone to a, a lot more events you know absolutely from the top to the bottom and he didn't and i i think he made a bad call by just making it seem like the cycling scene in la was just a drunken high just roller coaster pretty much sure sure definitely it's not just about uh getting fucked up and running red lights and uh you know it's there's way more to it than that right so my mother went to my compa that's all i got to say i'm done so check this out uh LA Metro is opening the first of many bike hubs, and what they are is they're like bike parking so that people could lock up their bikes and go ahead and use the public transportation. It's one of the first ones in LA County, and it's in El Monte, 
which is what? Kind, yeah, which is awkward to me, right? Why would they build that shit there? Uh, wait, are they gonna have like are they rental bikes or are they just like a bike stand? No. So for example, you take your bike, okay, okay. and you're like, man, I'm I want to get on the metro, so I'm not gonna hold my bike on the bus mm-hmm. or I'm not gonna hold it on the train. I'm gonna trust it to be locked up here. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah, you could trust it, all right. You think so? You think yeah. an old Asian man's gonna steal it and not want thing? Uh, I can't call it. <laughs> <laughs> you think an old Mexican guy's gonna steal it and not want thing? I can't call it. You well, think all it... I'm saying is, if you park your bike, uh, I can't call it, man. I'm <laughs> do do so at your own risk, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, you know, I've got a, I'm, a couple curiosities towards that. I think, um, you know, there's just. I don't know too much about it. I've seen certain things right. happen over, like in, um, like in Santa Barbara. I know okay. Santa Barbara likes likes to use a, kind of a public kind of a locker almost that you use for, for, for locking up your bike. You know, right. you, you go up to the little to the little toll booth right after, right. punch in the spot, you park your bike, pay you know pay, get a ticket, come back and check out your bike. I don't know what happens if you lose your ticket, but you know that's. That, is, might, that might suck. Is, might it like, extra, no? is it like a locked box? Is it like a box in Santa Barbara? Because in Almonte, what they're trying to do is like, it's they have like these racks. So you can pretty much see the bikes and they have the yeah, levels yeah. of them. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's that, that's what I saw in Santa Barbara. Okay. Um, and, but I don't know how like the locking mechanisms might work or, or you know, what that's about. You know, do you still need your own lock? Like, you know, what, what's, I don't know. It's, I, there's still a couple things to be uh, to know. Maybe I just haven't done my research, you know? Yeah. But I know like right now over... At certain metro stations now, they have like the locker boxes. I think right. that you can get. And last I saw, it was like sixty bucks. I think for the mm. for six months, and uh, you get to you get to stash your you get to stash your bike and, uh, and then go on to the go on to the you know public transport. But who knows? Maybe these are a better way to do it. I, I think that's good for the commuter that's working in the city that mm-hmm. doesn't have a car. Right. That's a good parking spot. I, for someone like us that be racing, I wouldn't leave my bike right there. And I mean, we we have bike issues. I mean, no people that really care about their bikes, like the average urban rider, the average fixed mm-hmm. gear rider, like our bikes are babies. You Heck know? yeah, we like riding our bikes more than our own girlfriends at times. What? Put them boom. Well, so, <laughs> well, I can't call it. Okay, so it's fine. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, you don't want like. The idea of trusting your bike in some locked up situation somewhere. I'd be stressing all day. I man. would be stressing all I'd day. Be stressing especially all if day. you get on a metro and you're 20 miles away from your bike. No, 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 no. I'd be no, looking no, no, out no. the back, looking out the window as I'm driving away the whole time. Right. Just double thinking about it the right. whole time. It's like dropping your kid off at kindergarten for the first time. You're just like, every time, though. You every, know what time. I mean? every, every time. Every time. <laughs> Eventually, like, you get over with the kids, okay? I imagine, you know, right? Well, funny little story that happened to me. And before I mention that, if you had a halo, you wouldn't have a problem. Oh, I right? remember those. We talked about those last week. That's right. They're about 150. So if you have one of those, you should, you could go on the metro. I'll be gone. I'll see you later. Check yeah, your phone. It's still there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What's up with the halo? No, I know. What's, what's up with the halo? So it's a halo. All right. So the halo, halo, it's a smart halo. And what it is, is it attaches to your bike permanently. And then uh, it has three weeks of battery life. And you can, you, you hook it up with your phone through Wi-Fi, uh, Wi-Fi through Bluetooth. And uh, when you type in an address, it has lights that tell you, yo, make a right. And then it'll blink, bloop, bloop, make a right. Then it'll blink left, bloop, bloop, and it won't make the noise, though. And then if you go too far, it has a red light, and it'll tell you to go back up. Is yeah. It, is it like you, you put in your route thing? Yes, you yes. Right, right, right. And it tells you your, it your cadence, everything. On your stem, right on your stem and right on your bars. Okay. And it gets mm-hmm. locked in. Mm-hmm. And... 
Oh, the price oh, went down. We just checked right now. That's thanks the Kickstarter. To, That's thanks to our boy Will from the Cotton Crank. Will he just let us know. Crank. You check the line. It's $99 right now. And they're usually MSRP for $150. Yep. The thing is, what's cool, it's an alarm, too. It's a light. It's an alarm. It's a whole bunch of stuff, you know? And, and I, I imagine all that gets sent to your phone, right? You get all the notifications yep. of what's That's happening what I, with it? That yes. W- they didn't explain that because that was my first question. Like, if you're getting jacked, do you get a text message saying that your bike's getting shooken up or what? You know what? It's like Oh, I think it only had a GPS. Like find okay. my bike or something hey, like that's, that. That's, that's pretty rad. I mean, I was hey. last night saying that maybe if it was like a viper alarm. That one's like a viper alarm. alarm. We're coming up with some ideas for you guys. Hey, you know yeah, yeah, right. Should we but they're still gonna jack it if you park it in El Monte. Well, say. I mean, El Monte is a tough. I mean, that's yeah. It's a, it's an interesting area to, to start it off. Yeah. Somebody say that Smart Halo is not paying us. <laughs> Smart? <laughs> yeah, seriously. Oh, Smart Halo is not paying us a dime, by the way. Yeah, Smart Halo is not not giving them no money. We're just here support. If, you're, us. if you're looking for a smart gadget, so you don't have to worry about your bike if you're gonna park it at a metro station, I'm just uh, shooting the Smart Halo. It was something we talked about. I thought it was interesting. So, but yeah, they're not paying us for nothing. So yeah. I'll be about. honest with you. I kind of want one though. I usually I don't buy first generation technology type things because to me it's a waste of money and mm. I always want to. Like let things get perfect, but I I honestly want to try that shit. Movie though. Let me know. Let me know. Yeah, I'm cool. Yeah, testing. Send me crowd testing. Okay. But yeah, I mean, uh, well, so funny story. I was on the metro and they stole my bike on the metro. No, you got jacked. I was metro? in I was in my click clats, jumped out the yes, metro, and little by little, it was like if I was getting dropped from the peloton, he got on, that oh, fast. Wow. And it took me like three months to find it in pieces and stuff. It went from East LA to Venice, back to Cerritos. And thanks to the little kids that be riding with me, they let me know, hey, I found some wheels that look like yours. And one thing led to another. I found the bike in Cerritos, and I told the kid, like, yo, you take me the, you going to give me the bike or bring your dad out here because you're underage? And wow. he's like, take the bike. So they, was he the kid that stole it? It was not him. He's, it was not him. He, he, he has bought it from somebody That's else. That's tough, man. And the only thing that it didn't have was a seat. Uh, stem and bars. But hey, you piece back together. I got everything bike, else, right? yeah. That's Hell awesome. yeah. That's so it was cool. Point. That's, you said that you want to bring your dad out here or you want to give me the bike? Sure. I, put, I was living for the bike, though. That's, was he's Instagram. not a gangbanger. He did not bang on that kid, everybody. Thank you, Ken, for bringing that up. I'm just saying. He's just taking back what's his. That's right. How you guys keep fucking counting on me with that shit, motherfucker? I don't have any children, but if I got my ass beat because my son had a my son had a stolen bike, I'd fuck him up afterwards. Just out of anger, I would. Cause fuck up. You know what? He, I think he gave it to me just out of he didn't want to get like he. I guess he didn't want his dad to. To be ashamed of him. It was a big respecting, so he's just like, yeah, just take the bike, man. But, yeah. And he yeah. lost 800 bucks. You got your bike stolen at a metro station. And what, I got it back. And you got it back. Yeah. Nice. So maybe this is uh, maybe this is their answer to something like that, you know, a that better be locking nice. station. Yeah, and uh, and maybe that's okay. maybe that'll stop people from getting jacked. Yep. And, and also, too, I mean, I'm sure Metro's doing it because we've all seen it. We've all done it. We get on the train, and we just pack it's our packed. bikes in there, man. <laughs> we just – people, we have pissed at us. <laughs> I've got gum thrown at me because I'm trying to fucking squeeze into oh, a train with my – Shut bike. up. Somebody yeah, threw so, gum at you? Hell yeah. I've got gum thrown at me from across yeah, the train. What a piece of yeah, shit. Yeah, exactly. What, what do you expect, you know? What? But So maybe that's maybe – That person that's, was probably fat that did that. Yeah, probably. It was sitting down pretty hard. All kinds crazy goes down on the metro right off topic i just i was riding home from one of these party rides one time uh-huh. on the metro fucking like one in the morning caught the last train i'm dipping and this lady 
out of nowhere, just like, what is she doing? Why is she ducking down? And the next thing you know, you start no. seeing piss on the ground. No. Nice. And I'm like, whoa, nice. I switched uh, trains really fast. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm not going to be a part of that. Yeah. The puddle is creeping your so, way. Don't be surprised that they're throwing gum at them. I've I, seen some shit. I have a hey. good Metro story, too, since we're going down Metro <laughs> Metro memory yeah. lane. So uh, we're going to get back to point four in a second real quick. There's this black lady. I'm going to back up from the microphone while I'm doing this. She gets on the metro, okay? And I hate to say it, but this was in Compton. And she gets on the metro. Black lady, kind of homeless. She goes like this all of a sudden. She walks on and she seems like she's choking. And then knowing me, I took an EMT class, right? So I'm like, oh my gosh, she's choking. So I got to call it. And then I go up to her and I grab her and I'm like trying to give her the Heimlich. And she's like, ah! As I climb it. And then I put her down and I said, oh my God, are you choking? She was like, no. She like said no in a weird way. She was like, no. And But she still kept making that noise. And I backed up and I was like, fuck you. And I walked away. I'm still making that noise. She all of a sudden goes, eh. And she pukes blood and all types of shit all oh over the floor. Horrible, 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 horrible. Suddenly, horrible. suddenly you're not an EMT anymore. Right? Um, I'm, I'm, I'm out of like, here no, now. No. I was the only one. Me and another guy tried to help her. And I said, no, fuck that. She's fine because she was just tripping because she wasn't even trying to accept our help. And then, again, in Compton, a couple stops later, you know the sheriff's walk on. I said, listen, you guys need to help that lady. As soon as she heard us say help that lady, she fucking sped off. The lady just dipped. Like, I was like, what the fuck is going on here? She puked blood. On, I stepped in it uh, on, the, on the metro. She was active. She was active. Active. Oh no. And that's what she looked like. And the whole entire time for like one whole full stop. Shut up. Oh, that's great. Well, at least you tried to help me. <laughs> you made the you made the right you you did the decent move at first. I did. I and then you did and then you did the smart move. Good to the good to there, but I was really I got behind this bitch and I was like trying to. Uh, and he was like, and then when the cops came, she oh, she ran, man. and I was like, right. she puked blood on the floor. Who just pukes blood on the floor and dips? Uh, <laughs> I don't know, but she actually, got the energy once she no, saw the she cops did, for sure. Puked, you said cops, and she that's did. exactly yeah, that's yeah. what she happened. Oh, uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> Sobered up real quick. Yeah. So. What issue do you guys see happening for these hoes? Fucking bike That's what it is. Well, I think it's going to be U-Lock versus Metro Lock. True. You know, what's it going to be? Some people just don't want to leave their bikes that long, you know? This is my question. If your bike gets stolen, is it on you or is is it on Metro LA? Some sort of insurance, maybe? I think it would be on the Metro, but it would take forever to get that money, I think. Do they have some sort of registration system where you where just in case, and you know what I mean? They might have loopholes like you gotta have your bike registered if you wanna get paid for it. You right. Have a receipt to see how much it costs. Right. True, true. Make sure you get your serial numbers, here. folks. Get those serial oh, yeah. numbers on your bike. I'm, and I'm guessing here, I don't know, I'm guessing here. But they might have loopholes. So. Exactly. Of course. Always. Hey, nobody always just wants loophole. to pay for things that get lost. Yeah. You know, they always I mean, look for a way to blame you. How much would you pay, Manny, for, to bike lock your bike up right there? A dollar? I mean, I'd have to be like a like a six month thing, you know, where you get like a pass or something like that. Dude, then maybe to, I could do that. I don't care how much money it is. You have to guarantee me if my bike's gonna get stolen, I'm getting my money back. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Or there's cameras, or there's legit cameras that are working here to see the face of the person that jacked yeah, the bike. Yeah, yeah. Do you see what I'm saying? That's true. Uh, point three is. I'm sorry. 
I was so obvious I about that. Metro, <laughs> I think Metro, the Metro Station's trying to reach a new demographic uh, with his decor uh, with these hubs, man. They're, they're very avant-garde, with hanging green rims from the ceiling, very modern looking, don't you think? So who are they appealing to? You're appealing to the commuter? Not to me. <laughs> Not to me. Like a nice, a pretty place to park your bike, you know? I mean, is LA going to be about it? Well, I don't find myself on the metro that often. If I have to ride to LA, I'll ride. I ride to LA. That's true. Yeah. But he not everybody does, you know. Day. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to skip that, but that right? Right? at least he. I'm guard. I'm in guard. No, I know what it is. It's fine. Well, it hey, like he sounded out. Just sound it out. Say it again. It's like when I hear people say jumping. Champagne when it's champagne, isn't hey, it? Well, we all I, know, know I mean, I, is this <laughs> my, if we're talking about Mexicans, they say buffet instead of buffet, you know, buffet. so that's for sure. Yeah. It just goes down sometimes. Buffet. Buffet. Champagne. Say the word, Dean. That shit with hanging green ribbon for the ceiling. Very modern looking. Who are they appealing to? Well, I, I don't know who they're appealing to. It, it did look really nice, kind of futuristic, you know, kind of cute with rims hanging with the ceiling from the lights and all that. Who are mm. they? Are there a lot of bikers in? Well, he's just trying to make it look nice. That's so. They're trying to. Oh, they're trying to. Oh, they're. Oh, Kim says they're trying to. Wait, what was that, Kim? What was it? Put Kim on the mic. Little white girls. Little oh. white girls. So they're appealing to the women then, so they feel safe? Is that what they're saying? Mm, what kind of people live in Almonte? I know it is Asians and Hispanics, but a little white people that live there too? I, I hate to talk like that. But hey, hey, man, it's all a mountain pot nowadays. You know, you get people like... looking for a good apartment price anywhere close oh, to work. You know? so to there, right? Yeah, Zeus is not too far. Okay, um, so you think they're doing it for the college students? Hey, that could be. Could be. I mean, there's definitely, uh, there's, we all, point being, at least Metro's taking an imp- Taking a taking a shine to bikes, yeah. you know. Okay, At you least go. they're helping something, you know. Yeah. So whether people decide to use them or not, there's an option. There's another right. option now that Metro's offering, that's good. and uh, and that's a good thing all around. Whether we're gonna use them or not, that's a good thing to have that to have. Yeah, there. no, that's solid. I just I just wanna like no for just like if you put your bike in front of the bus, you will get jacked. There are people that've gotten jacked left and right. I've been sitting against my bike at Metro, and just another Metro horror story to add on there. Uh, which is maybe why they're building them. I've been leaning against my bike, waiting for the train, looked back, and had my lights jacked. Shut up. Fucking Houdini that shit. That fast. That fast. Wow. Yeah, for sure. So, you know. <laughs> wow. That Say fast. <laughs> you think it was that black hey. She might have just she might have just been the distraction. She might have just been the decoy for sure. I'm looking at a Loudon. I'm looking at a Loudon give somebody a Heimlich and I'm getting my bikes jacked. Yeah. Oh my god, that's funny. That's so funny. Oh shit. Also, well, we have uh, this weekend our upcoming events. We yeah, have, uh, let's get into that. I didn't wait till oh, we're not done with the segment. Oh my bad. Well, I guess we're not done with the segment. Let's keep the punches rolling. One five. Dean, yo. So do you see this being successful in LA? Um, why or why not? I do see it if if they can guarantee your bike being safe. I see it being a great success if they can guarantee that. If they have some sort of because here's the thing, I personally would not lock my bike up because I like having my bike as close to me as possible no matter what. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? But there are a lot of people that don't like having their bike around. A lot of people don't like having, you know, carrying their bike. Sometimes they just want to ride to the metro, leave it there, and then get on the bus. Do you see what I'm saying? 
I think if you can guarantee its safety, guarantee some sort of insurance, I, I don't see any problem in it. And I think that's the appeal, you know. I think it's the I think it's the new the the influx of commuters. You know, uh-huh. you have an influx of commuters. The trains aren't getting bigger, you know, so they have to do something to be able to uh, to accommodate right. uh, that that growing populace, you know. Right. And uh, and I think that as far as that goes, I think that is a good thing to have in L.A. for bikes. Yeah. I think it's just one extra thing that the metro has given the cyclists for us to have. And me personally, I don't think I'll I'll have to leave it there because I'm normally always on my bike. Right. Yep. But for those that commute to work. If they need to bike, leave their bike somewhere, because sometimes you can't take. Now they can, yeah, that's right. You know what I'm saying? So that's that's pretty dope. But I think it would have, they would have to cover at least whatever the actual amount of Kelly Blue Book. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And yeah. It'd be, it'd be okay, but I'm pretty sure they have something worked out. Yeah, I'm sure they do. So uh, you know, do some more research on uh, new up and coming products from uh, mm-hmm. or uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? I don't know. Avant-garde. 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 New projects. New projects from Metro that are yeah. bike-related. You know, I mean, yeah. we're going we're gonna to need them because people aren't going to stop riding bikes. That, that is going to be interesting to see what else they're going to try to come up with. Um, I remember I spoke to this lady on the bus once. I used to ride the bus a lot when I first moved here. And I used to love having conversations with, like, <laughs> No, <laughs> I used to love like you know you're on these buses late at night and sometimes these older black women will chat with you they'll tell you some shit you know what I mean and I had my bike locked up in the front and I was like I was like just I don't know how it came up she was like oh you know these are very interesting racks up here and she was like I remember when they first started trying to get these they used to have hooks all the way in the back of the bus and they'd have bikes falling on people and they had to stop doing that because people started suing the metro and then they they wanted to do things on the side, but then they're like, oh, how, how are we going to be able to make these turns? And then this and that, the other, and blah, 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 and I'm a black bus driver, but now we have now we have a bus rack or a bike rack in the front. She was really nice about it. I'm so making she, fun of her right she's now. She's been on the bus for a minute. She's, she's, seen she's the been development. at it for a minute, and to be honest with you, I think she told me she was going to retire in three months. She was very, she was just excited, just happy about her job. She was like, That's oh, good. I'm going to retire, this and that, the other, but she was giving me like the bike rack history of what the metro was doing and they tried so many different things so they're trying yeah, do you see good. what i'm saying they're Thank really you, trying metro. awesome Thank so you, that was my point i made fun of her a lot but that was my point <laughs> well, so. all, overall a good point for sure yeah. metro yeah. metro has been uh has been put in some work yeah, for the bike community Right. Well, Manny, man, we're going to wrap it up. We thank you for being here. Hey, man, thank you guys thank for you having for me, dude. Really do. Hey, it was all for the racers. It was all for the people that just wanted to come out, suffer for the fun of it. Uh, luckily, it wasn't crazy hot, but, yeah, it was a great time. Thank you guys for having me here at the cool, Cog and Crank. Sure. Thank you, Will. Thank you, Yvette, uh, Aloudin, and uh, Willow. Yep. Always a great time meeting the up with you guys. Loves you. Thank you. Hey, thank yeah. you guys. And Kim, and thank Kim. you for having me, having my lovely Shout out to Downey School girlfriend District, over here. You know Downey, Downey School yeah. District, Shout out to the, all the teachers. teachers. Yeah. Miss Bill was a mess. Kim's keeping it together. What's yes. good? Even when, uh, no, nah, never mind. No, it's all good. <laughs> but yeah, thank you so much for having me, guys. It's a, it's a pleasure, and uh, I can't wait to hear what you guys have up in the future. You guys, all right. Thank you guys both for being here. You guys did a great job representing GLK. Oh, yeah. Right, right. Hats off. Give it up for Whittier, California. GLK. Thank you, guys. All right, guys. Thank you so much. And uh, download us, stream us, iTunes. Uh, if you're on an Apple, if you're on a Android, Podcast Republic and or Podcast Addict and search Cyclecast. Yeah. <laughs> 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 coming soon. And like always, don't believe the hype. The hype. Peace. Peace. Quietly. Quietly.